Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I continue my series with Bob Lowry. We're going to talk about the four major types of chlorine and go over the differences between each chlorine type. And we're also going to touch on um, the effects they have on your water. Every sanitizer you're going to use is going to have some kind of effect on the water. So we'll go over that in this podcast. If you don't know who Bob Lowry is, he's one of the premier experts in the pool industry as far as chemistry. And he also has a certified residential course that he offers online. To learn more about Bob Lowry and the certified residential course, you can go to pcti.online. Again, that's pcti.online. That'll take you to the site um, for his residential certification course. And in the first part, again, we're going to talk about the chlorine types. And then the second part to this, we're going to touch on non-chlorine shocks, when to raise the chlorine level in your pool. And we'll touch on also a few other things regarding sanitizers. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. Um, let's, let's transition to the different chlorine types. I know that um, one thing that you talk about in your course are the are the um, the, sat- the methods of sanitation, how they affect the pool. And every product you're going to add to the pool has some effect on the water. Um, so right off the top of the, of, of the podcast, what would be your preferred method to sanitize the pool? I have promoted for years using liquid chlorine. And I've spent my lifetime in this industry. So I figured out that liquid chlorine is the best. I didn't used to think that. And they're really... Right up front, I'll say there's no there's no perfect chlorine. You're going to have to deal with something with every kind of chlorine because you can't just put pure chlorine in your pool. It's too dangerous to put in your pool. You can buy elemental gas chlorine, put it in your pool, but it's a chlorine gas. It's dangerous as hell, so you can't put it in your pool. Um, so uh, your choices are chlorine combined with something and whatever it's combined with is going to end up being something you're going to have to deal with. So um, liquid chlorine, we thought for many years that when you put liquid chlorine in the pool, it gave you chlorine, but it raised the pH of the pool. It only, it took a while for it to dawn on me and other people, uh, other technical people in the industry that Yes, it raises the pH today when you put it in. There's no question about that. But we had to look at the chemistry of what's going on. And it's it's a little bit of chemistry, but it's not too difficult to follow. Most people know that when you put chlorine in water, you make hypochlorous acid, which is a killing form of chlorine. And the abbreviation for hypochlorous acid is HOCl. 
but it's hypochlorous acid, the chemical formula, which I like to use the word abbreviation because it, it somehow takes away that mysterious, oh my God, it's a formula, uh, takes that idea out of your mind. It's just an abbreviation, HOCL. And so it is HOCL, and that's the killing form of chlorine. When sunlight reacts with chlorine, or when chlorine works on something that needs to be oxidized, or when it kills something, it gets reduced. And HOCL becomes HCl. It loses the oxygen. So it goes from HOCl to HCl. That's not too hard to envision. When we lose the O, it's HCl. HCl is hydrochloric acid. And the amount of hydrochloric acid that's left is almost exactly equal to the sodium hydroxide that was put in when we poured the liquid chlorine in the pool. So they cancel each other out. So the pH goes up today, the pH goes down tomorrow. And that's the way that it works. So liquid chlorine doesn't actually raise the pH of your pool. And it's chlorine right now, and there's no cyanuric acid in it. And so it's a great chemical. Um, the problem is that if you're going to try to keep chlorine in the pool for a week, because um, it's a one call a week, or if you're a homeowner and you take care of your pool on the weekend or something, the amount of chlorine you put in today is not going to last all week. So you're going to have to find a way to do that. And one of the simplest ways, if you're a service tech, is to leave a bottle with the homeowner and say, in the middle of the week, I want you to pour in the rest of this bottle. And that's the easiest, simplest way to do it. Because you can say, listen, if you don't, I'm going to have to come here twice a week. The, the other possibility for liquid chlorine, there's a thing, I have to use a brand name because there's only one. But there is a thing called a liquidator, which is a tank of chlorine. And it has a valve and a, a float valve and stuff on the bottom of it. And a needle valve so that you can set it up to gravity feed and dispense an amount of chlorine that you want. And you set it up just like you do any other chlorinator, except it's liquid. And that's so, made by Hasa, and they have a new one coming out. made by Hasa Chemical. Um, and it's called the liquidator, and they have it in two sizes. I don't remember. I think it's four gallons and eight gallons. But um, it is a um, it is a uh, one of the ways to go. Another way to go is to use a peristaltic pump uh, and a small tank and pump in a little bit of chlorine every day, just like you do with dry chlor or something. You set the chlorinator up for, you know, at some setting and that provides enough chlorine. You do the same thing with the little peristaltic pump. You set it up to dispense, a, you know, 16 ounces of chlorine every day. And that's a, a part per million of, of chlorine in the pool. Uh, you just set it up to do that every day or come on twice a day and pump in eight ounces each time. Um, that way you're getting some chlorine in the pool every day. And when you come there on Saturday, you still are when you come there once a week, there's still chlorine in the pool. So you can adjust it so that there will be some chlorine when you come back. And that's probably so, the only drawback that I can see with that liquid chlorine is that it won't if you do a, a pool service, it does, it's not going to last all week. And. Um, in my area, there was the chemical-only service. He's still around, um, but his trick was to pour two gallons of liquid chlorine in, in every time he goes to that stop, which is not, of course, effective. Well, but 
Um, for the service yeah, guy, that's I not a good idea because yeah. you get the chlorine level so high that it's not good for people to get in. So, and people these days, I think if you approach them on the basis of, you know, I want to take care of your pool and I don't want you to expose you to any any high levels of chlorine, I'm going to leave a bottle of chlorine here when I come. And in the middle of the week, all I want you to do is walk outside and pour it in the pool. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a, you know, take you 30 seconds. You know, it's not a big deal. And, and you'll help your family and provide safe water for everybody if you do that. Yeah, very logical. I think I think that's what we, we used to do it back in the early 90s. There was nothing, um, you know, until trichlor started dominating the market. And I guess we'll... Um, another type of chlorine that you can use is called calcium hypochlorite. And they do make now calcium hypochlorite tablets, and you can put them in. They have to go into their own feeder. And this is a big red flashing light here. If you mix trichlor and calcium hypochlorite, they will explode. Not just cause a fire and not get evolve a little gas. It will cause an explosion. Um, it is very, very dangerous. So if you use CalHypo, you have to use their uh, a feeder that's designed for calcium hypochlorite. And there are special tablets and special feeders for that. The advantage, of course, to using CalHypo is that just like liquid chlorine, it's a hypochlorite, and so it's not going to raise the pH of the pool. So it is uh, something that you that you can add to the pool, and it won't raise the pH of your pool. And this is, again, we go back to one of the goals is to make the pool stable. And if the things we're adding to the pool don't change something else, then we're keeping it stable. Calcium hypochlorite won't raise the pH of the pool. It will raise the calcium level in the pool, but it doesn't raise it by too much. It raises it about seven parts per million for each 10 parts per million of chlorine you add to the pool. Uh, It does raise it, so the calcium level is going to go up over a period of time, and you may have to drain some water out and refill it to to offset that. It's not such a a big deal. Um, so calcium hypochlorite is a possibility. Um, of course, trichlor is a possibility. But I'm not very fond of trichlor because um, it is at about 50% cyanuric acid, CYA. And as you add chlorine, you're also adding cyanuric acid. And when the cyanuric acid level goes up, you need more chlorine to, to keep providing safe water. So as the cyanuric acid goes up, you need more chlorine. To get more chlorine, you have to add more trichlor. So it becomes a vicious cycle and you keep adding more chlorine and then you raise cyanuric acid. Now you even need more chlorine. And you just keep doing that and doing that to where you get a really high cyanuric acid level in the pool. And then you have trouble balancing the pool. You have trouble... You have trouble keeping a, a safe pool because the chlorine's all tied up with cyanuric acid. If you don't compensate an increase in cyanuric acid with a similar increase in pre-chlorine, then you're going to eventually get algae and have an unsafe pool. And then uh, dichlor is kind of like something that the 
a lot of people will lean towards because it looks like a granular chlorine and people may think that it it's a safe form of chlorine also and I think sometimes um, the pool pros are not familiar with the side effects of dichlor um, but it is a stabilized chlorine also. Yes, uh, dichlor also has cyanuric acid in it. Uh, it even has more cyanuric acid in it. So for each 10 parts per million of chlorine you add to uh, the pool with dichlor, you add nine parts per million of cyanuric acid. That's almost 50-50. It's, it's neutral, so um, you, it doesn't really change the pH of the pool. Um, and I forgot to mention, by the way, that trichlor is very acidic. It has a, the tablets have a pH of between 2.8 and 3. Um, they're very acidic, and they're going to lower the pH and the alkalinity in your pool. In addition to increasing the cyanuric acid. Dichlor, same thing. If you use a lot of it, it's going to lower the pH in your pool, lower the alkalinity in your pool, and dramatically increase the cyanuric acid which means you're going to even need more chlorine to maintain the pool. Of those kinds of chlorine that you can buy, the, the one that has the least problems is liquid chlorine. So I hope you can tune in to part two of this series where we're going to talk about non-chlorine shocks. And again, Bob Lowry has an online course you can take. It's for the residential certification. It's pcti.online to learn more about that. And if you wanted to listen to more of these podcasts, you can go to my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. Click on the on the banner. There's a podcast icon, and that'll take you to the previous episodes I recorded. And then I also have a coaching program where you can enhance your business, and definitely I can help you answer questions one-on-one. Um, it's a coaching program that I offer, and you can learn more about that at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.